Greetings, it's Terry at Cottage in the Court. Do you remember what you were doing this time last year? Do you remember not being able to see your mom or your grandma or your aunt or even your friends because we were in lockdown? That experience, I think, has made many of us more mindful and appreciative of every single moment, every breath we take, every step we make, everything. We look at everything with a lot more value and a different perspective. With current events as they are, still healing from this pandemic, some of us have become a little more seasoned and a lot more purposeful as we continue on. One person that I know of that has truly, truly raised the bar when it comes to pivoting in spite of pandemic is Talia Boone, Postal Petals. I recently had the pleasure and the opportunity of speaking with her. And even though we are on two different coasts, I look forward to cultivating a great friendship with this woman who is a powerhouse, a marketer, a brand strategist. And in the midst of her fight for social justice, she creates bouquets to calm her heart and settle her mind. Enjoy my chat with Talia Boone. Talia Boone, please tell my listeners who you are and what you've been doing during this period of unintentional pausing. So I am Talia Boone and I, if you ask me who I am, I would say that I'm a compassionate person who cares about people, who loves my people. I'm a black woman and I was raised to support and love my people. I was also raised to build my own and create my own, um, my own opportunities, my own business, my own enterprise and figure out ways to support um, to support uh, people in kind. So that's who I am. I would say um, what I do is I, as it relates to this conversation, I run, or I founded last year, almost a year, May before Mother's Day last year, came up with the idea to launch a, a farm to farm direct flower delivery service for DIY arrangements. Um, and so what we do is we partner with US domestic farms and have them ship out flowers to our customers for them to create uh, DIY flower arrangements. Um, and separate from the flower company, I run a, what I call a tactical solutions agency called Intercept. Uh, and we are focused on um, the in, working at the intersection of sports and entertainment, corporate and consumer brands um, and social impact. So basically what we do is we mobilize the resources of, um, of corporate America, 
put them together for the for purposes of amplification of message with sports and entertainment assets, all for the um, very specific purpose of strategic and um, actionable uh, social impact. So that is who I am as a person um, and as a businesswoman. I, I am a social entrepreneur is the way that I like to refer to myself because I am passionate about people, um, but I am also um, I feel like it's, um, I'm an astute businesswoman, and so I can always find a way to um, to monetize things, but also still be very much uh, about uh, moving forward with a with a um, in a purpose driven way. So you're definitely well rounded. How did <laughs> flowers come into all of this? You know, flowers actually came into play because of the the agency, the impact agency that I run. So a few years ago, a friend of mine had suggested flower arranging to me, um, really just as like an activity for us to do, just like a friend activity to do. And I did it and really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because it was um, really just relaxing. It was very therapeutic. Um, I found it to just be kind of like a form of self-care, which is how I ultimately ended up beginning to rely on it um, in the years that followed. So the first time I did it, I just, I enjoyed the process. I thought it was very relaxing. Um, but then I also was really excited about the end product, right? Like I was impressed by what I was able to create at the end of it. Like the fact that I had, you know, stem by stem built this beautiful design that I was really proud of. Um, and so all of that together kind of almost right away got me hooked on flower arranging. And the reason that I continued flower arranging is because I started to just find um, it to just be a space where I could go for refuge, right? So when I, you know, working in um, in impact and just to be clear with Intersect, we focus on um, primarily human and civil rights issues. So we're talking about criminal justice reform. We're talking about over-policing. We're talking about voter, um, voter suppression, LGBTQ rights, all of the things that really should should not be issues right mm -hmm. and when you see people being not just marginalized but brutalized and murdered it it does something to your psyche that if you have not been if you have not spent really the all the years of your life and experienced it through the storytelling of the generations of the ancestors that came before you you cannot understand how incredibly heavy um, it is to watch those types of injustices happen. And so as we, you know, I've decided that part of my career journey is to fight against those things, but it doesn't mean that I'm immune, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that I don't feel it. It doesn't mean that it doesn't impact me. It just means that I am conditioned for it in a way that allows me to be more focused on the solution, not to be distracted by the racism that is intended to distract us, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I, what I found is that I started to lean into flower arranging because I, I found that it was a great way to release the emotional um, burden of the work that I was doing and allow me to be focused on the strategic elements of it. So it kind of flowers just kind of became that space where I could go um, for the emotional support that I needed to continue the work that was necessary. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I turn on the news and I turn it off. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I have to stay abreast of current events. I give it one day a week and the rest of the time I'm in the garden. I'm focused on flowers because it is, it is quite the burden to carry. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really is. What's interesting is, um, Terry, I didn't realize until I started this company how much synergy there is to the what I was getting, the benefits, the emotional self-care, therapeutic benefits that I was getting from flower arranging and those same types of benefits that people like you get from gardening. Mm -hmm. I did not realize that, but as I started researching it, I was like, wow, the way they're talking about gardening is exactly the same way that I feel about flowers, right? Like gardening, you're, you know, promoting life and you're, you know, pruning and, you know, repotting and doing all of these things to help these these um these plants and vegetables and fruit and whatever else you're growing flowers all those things grow and with with arranging flowers you are you know that they're the lifespan the base life of these um these instruments the flowers are going to be short right because they've already been cut off from their life source but with proper care you can extend that life for you know seven days 10 days 14 days if you're really good at it Mm -hmm. by trimming it and changing the water, but also that idea of just being able to just create something just stem by stem. Mm -hmm. There's something so calming and just picking up one stem at a time and growing it into something that even though you know, you know in your heart that there is no life to come from it because um, they are technically cut off from their life force. What's beautiful is that you can put them in water with the trim and you'll, you may go upstairs and come or, go, you know, go, go be retired from the night and come back downstairs or over a few days and see those, those blooms open, see those buds open. So they may come to you as something that is, you know, closed up and the bud is not fully realized, but over, over a few days as you're freshening the water and working with them, the blood, the buds seem start to bloom. And it's a really beautiful thing that I think is, it sets it a little bit apart from gardening is the sense that because you know that they are technically dying because they've been cut off from their life source, but you can still see light in them. You still see when you see those blooms open, like it's it's something that I can't even, it's very difficult for me to explain the satisfaction that I get when I see um, flowers in the vase bloom over a few days. Because mm -hmm. I'm just like things, it, it's kind of that idea of, you know, I don't know if, if how spiritual you are, but where the, where the Bible talks about the dead has arisen mm -hmm. and what what was dead is now is now alive and it's something in the in with arranging flowers particularly when the buds are closed when you start and they open up it just it's it's a feeling i just i can't even i can't even um express but then also the design element mm -hmm. right when you're going you know one stem by one stem and you look up and all of a sudden you have this beautiful um, creation, this beautiful artistic expression of however you may be feeling at that moment. It just, it, I, it just makes me feel so great. And so, um, and that's really how I came to even start the company, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> we into a pandemic. Yeah. And I, um, and I was, I, it was becoming quickly clear that this was not going to be as temporary of a situation as we were first led to believe. And the walls just very quickly started to close in on me and I was starting to get stressed out. And me and my therapist were talking about an alternative, like different ways that I could express frustration and fear and all the things that were, all the really true and, and real emotions that were coming out as I was starting to come to that realization. And, and what I landed on was like, oh, I really need to get back to the flowers. But, you know, the LA flower mart was, a, was closed um, because that's where I would typically get my flowers, but because of the pandemic, they were closed. And I ended up searching around and found someone online 
um, who shipped large volumes of flowers all around the world. And I had the audacity to call him and see if I could convince him to reduce his minimums um, to uh, just send enough flowers for me to arrange um, on my own. And that conversation led me to um, to the business concept that is now Postal Petals. And I, I, I could not be happier. Like, <laughs> I love when you say the audacity, because sometimes we operate in fear and we don't even ask, we just assume. What mm-hmm. gave you that power in the midst of a okay. pandemic? What gave you that power? Easily, my daddy, that's how I was raised. I was raised to believe that I was smart, I was capable, I was beautiful, I was worthy, and that there was nothing that I was not, nothing that I was not entitled to with hard work and nothing that I should be afraid of as it relates to, because the reality is all the the worst, the absolute worst that he could have said was no. (laughs) True. So what, what's the harm in that? Like, I don't know him. He doesn't know me. If he would have said no, I would have moved on with my day and probably found someone else. That's another thing about me. My tenacity is not to be messed with. Like I, I, <laughs> I am, when I want something, I go after it. And, and it has to be, I, I always have worked on this philosophy. And again, this is something I think my daddy instilled in me is just that I, if you can think it, it's, it should be reality. If it's not reality now, create it or work with other people to create it. And so it just never, it never occurred to me um, that he wouldn't be able to do it or that I wouldn't, not that he wouldn't be able to do it. It never occurred to me that I would not be able to get the flowers that I needed because I knew that I wasn't going to go to the grocery store, right? As I'm, as I've mentioned, I just, grocery stores were not my option. I just, those flowers are not for me. Like I like a high quality, um, um, unique, beautiful kind of flowers and grocery store flowers. Just, I'm just, I'm simply too good for them. Like I deserve a higher level, <laughs> higher level of bloom. I just simply do. But yeah, I just, it didn't, I, I thought to me, the only thing that I, that all I had um, to lose was, was him saying no. But even if he said no, I already had a compromise in mind. I, my, my compromise was going to be that I would order whatever his minimum was. And then have him break those up into shipments of like eight or 10 boxes and ship them out to my friends. And then we would do like a quarantine, um, like a virtual flower arranging as like one of our quarantine activities. Um, But it never occurred to me that to be embarrassed or reluctant or um, apprehensive about asking. I wanted it and I needed somebody to send them to me. So me calling him and asking for it was, I mean, there, there was just not an option of me not asking because I wanted it. And if I wanted it, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can to get it. So you got your flowers. And so you found your vendor and what's next. Well, so what ended up happening on that conversation is that in the midst of us talking, because what what he said was, now I got my flowers, but I got them quite, quite far down the road Mm -hmm. because what he did was basically told me, no, I can't do what you're (laughs) Asking, right. But he was kind in doing that. He didn't just say, little girl, get out of here. Like mm-hmm. I, you clearly don't know what this industry is. We don't ship like that. Goodbye. Take, mm-hmm. take that to the grocery store. We can't help you. Instead, he was really kind and he didn't just say no, but he explained to me why he couldn't do what I needed him to do. And that conversation turned into, a, we were on the phone for over two hours. And mm-hmm. in the midst of that conversation, 
He didn't just say no, he explained to me why it was no, but then also helped me understand the state of the flower farm industry in the wake of the pandemic. For farms, flower farms, it takes the same amount of labor to ship out what we now call our beanie, midi, and biggie boxes, right? Which are essentially consumer boxes, consumer size boxes. Mm-hmm. It takes the same amount of labor for farms to pack up those, pack up those consumer size boxes as it does for them to pack up the larger retail wholesaler boxes, like for florists or event planners, wedding planners, Costco's, different types of um, uh, uh, grocery outlets that carry. So it, it takes that a similar amount of labor. And so a farm would not be willing to do that. But which which makes sense, I can understand that part. But the the added piece that he was able to share with me that I, I actually hadn't considered, and it's not because I I don't I consider myself to be an empathetic person mm-hmm. and a person who um, is aggressively compassionate. Right. Like I, I look to listen for ways that I can be sensitive to. I'm an active listener. Right. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I, 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 I am really aggressive about being intentional and compassionate and careful and thoughtful and, and, and hearing what other people are feeling so that I can respond to that in a way that is supportive of, of whatever they're they're offering to me through through their words. What I also understood when he with, with what he was sharing was that the farms were also in a state where they were suffering greatly because their biggest money makers were weddings, events, all of the things, and even grocery stores, right? All of the things that were usually significant revenue generators for them. But because of the pandemic, events were all at a standstill. Weddings were all, you know, halted. All of the things that would typically generate significant revenue for these farms were no longer in existence. Mm -hmm. And so it left uh, an opportunity for me, right? So the first thing that I saw was a hole in the marketplace because I went to him and asked for these flowers that he could ship to me so that I could arrange them myself. But he said that that didn't exist. So right away, again, going back to the way that I was raised, if I think, if I can think it, it should exist. Mm-hmm. Whether it exists or whether I create it, it should exist because if I can think it and I need it, somebody else may need it too. So I immediately recognized the hole in the marketplace. The second thing that I recognized was the opportunity, right? Because these farms who had, were typically beholden to florists and all these major retailers, event planners, all of these people, they would have, even this time last year or two, like a month ago last year, would likely not have worked with me, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the floral industry, as you know, it's very much a gatekeeper culture. Mm-hmm. And they would, if, if, a, if, a, if a florist or an event planner or someone who gave a farm a significant amount of business were to feel threatened by my business, they could say to the farmer, I'm not comfortable with you working with them. I would really appreciate if you don't. And if you don't, I'm going to go work with another farm. They would have that power to be able to do that. But because of the pandemic, it was really a tremendous equalizer. Mm-hmm. That the farms were very desperate to find a new way to bring their, their product to market. And when I say desperate, I don't mean desperate in the sense that, oh, this is an opportunity I could take advantage of, but more so that I saw that they are in a position where they are, are ready to realize that their former or traditional model, would it was time for it to evolve. Mm-hmm. And I immediately thought this could be, this could really be something. And so on that call, before we got off that call, I said to 
the wholesaler I was talking to, hey, do you think, because this was running in my mind, it all came to me very, very quickly. And I said, hey, do you think something like this could work? And he stopped and he paused and he thought about it for a second. And he was like, you know, actually I do. If you had asked me this, you know, two months ago, four months ago, I would have said absolutely not. But now, actually, I think that it could. And I just, I went to work. I'm building out the wireframe, building out kind of what that company would look like. And that was the week before Mother's Day last year. Oh, wow. Um, to we, we launched beta in July and then uh came you know came back kind of did some revamping and adjusted some things based on the customer feedback and then in September um we launched and since then we've been in Forbes and Essence and Black Enterprise and did housekeeping and BuzzFeed and entertainment it's insane all of the places that we've been and now we're building out retail boxes that we're gonna start to look at partnering with different retail um retail collaborations and it's I I still cannot believe this <laughs> in the world we're getting ready to go out for a formal raise like it just none of this makes any sense to me none of this makes any sense but I um I just have to think that it's something that the ancestors have given me and that they mm -hmm. are looking at this being something that um that would just be generational and I I am so humbled um but also incredibly excited I love this company it's such a um, a beautiful creative outlet, even, and it's not just the flower arranging, it's the ideas of how we can market and mm -hmm. really cool campaigns we can come up with. Like it has been the perfect balance to the impact work for me that has never stopped, right? Like we were, we were working so hard around the general election and the Georgia runoff and mm -hmm. um, to have the the flowers in the background that I could turn to every now and then when I was, because I, for those, for that, that, time of like November, December, early January, I'm not going to lie. The flowers kind of went on the back burner in a mm. lot of, ways. I was like, we got to save this country. We got to do, you know, so <laughs> I be doing a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Manpower was focused on general election stuff. Um, but even in that time, you know, I was still running the flower company, but it uh, admittedly, it wasn't as aggressive as it should have been, um, particularly during a holiday season. But I also um, realized that from a priority perspective, people should always be the priority. And if I had to sacrifice my, and I was very conscious about, it, if I had to sacrifice my holiday, um, my holiday sales for Postal Petals so that, you know, Intersect and Postal Petals come together to fight for, um, you know, the elected officials that we need to help the people that are really suffering, right? Like mm -hmm. the, the stimulus packages and health insurance and all those things, this, this people don't understand how real how real it truly is for people out here. So, um, so anyway, I went off on a little bit of a tangent. Yes, it was really tense those winter months. Did you have a vase of flowers nearby? I did. I did. I actually had to start um, because it was a period of time when I realized that I was um, building a flower company, but not experiencing the benefits of the flower engine, which is really what 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 brought me to it, right? Because mm -hmm. very quickly I realized that this could be so much bigger than I had even imagined that it would be. And so I'm the type of person where I I am aggressive when it comes to work and, and getting stuff done and building. And so I can very easily be distracted and kind of distracted from the, the initial purpose, which was arrange flowers so I could relax or find, you know, find these flowers. They can, they can chill me out and said, I'm like, this is a business. This could be amazing. I need to build this out. And how can I build postal petals to be successful so I can support all these social justice initiatives? Like, I'm just thinking about like, oh my God, this is going to be great. I can do all these things. But I went a couple of months without 
arranging flowers at all. And then I, to your point, I'm glad you asked that. I actually had to stop and have a, a nice, serious chat with myself and say like, hey, don't forget, like this whole thing started because you needed, needed some self-care. You needed an emotional hug. And so you need to make sure that you are doing that. And so, yes, so now I have, my birthday was last week. Um, so I have flowers all over the house. It's so funny because people, um, some people didn't care. They just sent me flowers anyway. And other people were like, I don't want to send you flowers because you own a flower company. What do I do? <laughs> they don't really know what to do. And I'm like, you could do both. Like, it's okay because I don't sell flower arrangements. I sell, you know, flower. They're, my flowers are more of an experience mm -hmm. more than they are, um, um, decor. So I have flowers around the house that, that people sent me just because, and I'm, I know how to care for them, which is, which actually ended up being great because I just kind of kept um, caring for those flower arrangements. And we're a week and uh, I guess like eight days, nine days from my birthday. And mm -hmm. they're still looking good. The blooms are full. Like I have some binoculars that are just like blooming. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I just go in and I trim them every day and I check with them a little bit and mm -hmm. change the water. And so, yes, to answer your question, I have, I, I keep the flowers with me all the time. And it's nice too, because, you know, what we do is we curate the boxes, mm -hmm. right? So every month, we'll go in and we'll say, okay, these are the flowers that we think will look good together based on the textures, the colors, you know, all of those things. And then we'll put them together in a box, but it's totally up to our customers to decide how they want to arrange them. They may put them all together or they may only use two together or three together and, and mix them out. So it's nice because I can play with them in that way, right? Like also realize when I was first arranging flowers on my own, I would just like kneel through the flower mart and just pick up whatever I thought was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, and that's the thing I, try, I always try to be really transparent about is I was not a flower professional. I was mm -hmm. a flower enthusiast. I was an appreciator of, of flowers. I, I recognized their beauty and appreciated how the act of flower arranging was a benefit to me, but I was not just like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm a super flower expert and I can do all these things. But what I did know was branding, brand strategy, all of those things I was very aware of. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so anyway, yes. So to answer your question in very short, short form, I have flowers around all the time. I test the recipes. I'll just kind of see what other flowers are out there and I'll get them. Sometimes I'll even get flowers from the grocery store um, or um, the farmer's market and compare them to like how our flowers were last, just to make sure that as we're mm -hmm. saying, you know, our flowers are higher quality and, you know, they, when, you know, when you get grocery store flowers, which is true that they could be, you know, they could have been out off the vine anywhere from five to 15 days by the time a customer gets them so that mm -hmm. the baseline is typically not as long. I test that constantly, right? Because we're always bringing on new farm partners and you just always want to make sure that the flowers are representing the kind of quality that you're, um, that you're promoting. And so, so with that, yeah, I'm testing constantly about, um, you know, what the flowers look like and how, um, how they're, you know, how they're, um, they're responding to the care and, and, you know, should we include, cause some flowers are too sensitive. I've learned that in the, the, throughout the process too. Some flowers are too sensitive mm -hmm. to ship. And although they're beautiful and I absolutely love them, they're too sensitive to ship. But in that, we're also thinking through the possibility of, um, of adding um, degrees of uh, difficulty to the flower so that, you know, our petal rangers, who would we call our flower arrangers, like our customers, mm -hmm. um, that they could, you know, kind of elevate and grow in the process of flower arranging. So looking at, you know, how easy it might be to, to, to care for a, uh, a daisy versus lilac, 
or versus Tweedia or versus something that may be a little bit more sensitive mm-hmm. that you that you need a little bit more. So we're we're kind of sorting through that piece. Um, but yeah, I I have flowers all around. Sometimes just for self care, other times just for product testing. So you've got flowers, whether you had them sent to yourself, someone gave them to you, or whatever. What is your setting like to make the perfect arrangement? Do you have music? Do you open the window and let the outdoor sounds envelop your senses? How do you do that? First of all, I'm not going to lie. It starts with a nice glass of Pinot Noir. Always. <laughs> a nice glass of red wine kicks it off. A hundred percent. It's the first thing I do. And I, it's not even lie. When I, so the box will come and I'll, and it may not be until the evening that I can get to it just because mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm running two companies. So I, sometimes I can't get to them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes what I'll do is I'll wait and unpack them and I'll just put them in the buckets. And then maybe like if they'll come, usually I'll have flowers delivered on a Friday, uh, a Thursday or Friday to knowing that I'll, it'll be better for me to arrange on Saturday when I have the day. Mm-hmm. But always a glass of wine. I'll turn on music. It just depends on what my vibe is. Like you know, I was talking before, am I stressed? Like, do mm-hmm. I need to find a solution? And when I need a, a solution, I'm not going to lie to you. DMX is there for me. Like mm-hmm. he's so, he hypes me up like that. His music is just like, it's, it's so like just his voice and his girl, like it just, it gets you like, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Like it, <laughs> it gets you like hype, like, yeah, I got this. I got this. So, mm-hmm. I, so I'll, it depends on the mood that I'm in. If I need to sort through something, I just into something that's going to empower me. That's going to make me feel like, oh yeah, I got this. I can do whatever. If it's something, if it's something where I need, um, if I'm hurting, right? Which I'm not going to lie. I've been hurting a lot in the last year. Just the pandemic is stressful. I think I mentioned earlier, I lost my grandmother. Mm -hmm. I lost my dog like 15 years. Like I've had a lot of loss. Mm -hmm. And so I, it is, and I don't, I'm not embarrassed about this at all. Like I just will cry at a whim, right? But it's important for those emotions to come out. There are times when I will listen to just real, I'll listen to Sam Cooke and arrange flowers and tears are just be strolling down my face, but I need those moments too. And so I allow I guess what I'm saying is I will allow my my mood or what I need from the flowers to dictate what 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 that experience is going to be like. It's almost always Pinot Noir. The only uh, exception is if I'm if I'm sad and I need the flowers to help me work through something. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in drinking when you're sad because that's how poor that's how poor habits are built. Exactly. Like alcoholism, my go-to drink when I am sad, and you're gonna laugh. Everybody laughs about this. Is a um, Shirley Temple. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But but in my in my group of friends, my friends know that if we're out and I order a Shirley Temple, we're like they're like, okay, girl, let's what's going on? Talk to mm-hmm. us. Tell us what's happening. How can we support you? But the uh, Shirley Temple is by far that is my that is like my drink of sorrow. How some people will, will drown their sorrows in a glass of bourbon or whatever. I'm like, give me a Shirley Temple, make it strong, like bring it with strong. <laughs> that so is cool. When, that's when it's really, really bad. So if I'm drinking with the Shirley Temple, if I'm arranging class, the Shirley Temple, chances are that's when me and Sam Cook are out here. Sam Cook's in the room, the Shirley Temple's in the room, the flowers are here, I'm likely crying, but it's all stuff that I need, you know, that I need to sort out. So my environment is the music that I need. 90% of the time it's Pinot Noir, because again, it's just, it always keeps the mood right. Unless I'm sad, yeah. then it's going to be a Shirley Temple, 100%. Yeah. 
So we're we're right. It, it, that's good to know. I'm I'm really into Il Volo right now. Italian. Oh my goodness. It <laughs> it just takes me to another place. But so we've got Mother's Day coming up. Mm-hmm. And tell people why they need to maybe give you an opportunity to show what you know. Well, thanks for asking. I would say there's a number of reasons. One, because I, you know, I know I'm biased, but I feel like our flower product is the best on the market, right? Like you are getting flowers straight from the source. You're getting them um, within 24 hours of harvesting. In most cases, they are, you got, you're getting um, long stems. So you have the option to manipulate them however you want. And they're going to last longer because they're so incredibly fresh. But even more than that, you're not just getting flowers, you're getting the experience of arranging them. And a lot of times people, they don't recognize how, how much of a benefit that could really be or what you could really get out of it, right? Like we are all coming, coming out of finally this pandemic that has been an, an incredible um, strain on our emotional health, our mental health, our physical health. And the one thing that I think that has been really beautiful that has come out of this is the fact that people are very much um, paying attention now to their mental and emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. And I just believe very strongly that what we offer is not just flowers, it's also an experience. And it's any of the experience, any of the aforementioned experiences that that I mentioned. Um, so it's our freshness. I think we have a very competitive price point. Our flowers are high quality. They're going to last longer and you'll have them there. But but I think if nothing else, um, it's also the experience of arranging them. Because I truly feel like if you take the time to allow yourself to engage with them, um, with our flowers, you're going to you're gonna really, really enjoy it. You, got, you know, you have to prep. I mean, sometimes there's even like little bugs still crawling in them. Like they, when I tell you they're fresh, they are fresh, fresh. <laughs> Like they are fresh, fresh. Like they are literally sometimes little tiny bugs. Nothing that'll scare you, but there'll be like some little, little something still crawling. And then we just kind of give them a little shake into the sink. And, um, and then, or sometimes I'll open the, the door and just kind of shake them and they'll just go on outside and it's fine. But, um, but it's that. And, the, and for Mother's Day, we have a few um, promotions that we're running right now. We have a spend $100, get $50 to spend on yourself. So if you have, you know, your mother that you want to buy a gift for, your mother-in-law, your friend's mom, you know, a good pet parent, plant parents are all out here. If you've got a plant mother, any, any kind of mother that you that you know of, get them, you know, get, send them some flowers and you'll get a $50 credit to spend in our store if you want to come back next month and get something else for yourself. We've got our Mother's Day workshop coming up on May 8th, which is, we've actually partnered with uh, Julie Ho Sapien, who is a meditation healer um, teacher. And so on May 8th, our flower um, workshop is going to be all about, it's going to start with like, camp, she'll lead us through a meditation and um, and we'll sip chamomile tea and just kind of talk about the benefits of flower arranging, the meditative benefits of on flower arranging and set the intention for what we want our, our experience of, of arranging flowers that afternoon to be like. Mm-hmm. And then and then we'll go into arranging. So that's where I talked about, you know, do I want a DMX kind of day? Do I want a, you know, a Sam Cooke kind of day? Or do I want a Beyonce day or an Adele day or just ocean sounds? Like, and so we're going to set that tone for the day. And it's going to be very meditation, very like, you know, self-care, um, thoughtfulness, all of that. And so that's an offering that we have for Mother's Day. Another thing that I'm really excited about is we're rolling out our gift boxes, um, which our gift boxes come with a floral arranging toolkit, which includes a flower apron, garden sheet, 
floral tape and then inside the box is a voucher for you to, for the recipient to then log onto our website and order their own box of um, beanie um, of the beanie box for a uh, full of flowers and that flowers will come and they'll have their apron and cheers and all that stuff um, to go with it. Um, and we also have our uh, gift subscription. So if you, you know, kind of know someone who you think would really enjoy not just the flowers, but the experience of arranging them, we have three, four, five, and six month um, gift subscriptions that people can purchase um, for their, you know, for their, all the mothers in their lives. Again, human mothers, pet mothers, plant mothers. <laughs> You thought of everything. You, listen, I, we out here for the mother lovers of the world. So if you're a mother lover, if you love some mothers, whether it's your mom or somebody else's mom, a pet's mom, anybody's mama, come get them some flowers. I always say you, you will be, you, you may not, we may not all love the same flowers, but you are going to be incredibly hard pressed to find someone who does not love flowers. Like yeah. everybody loves flowers. They just make people happy. They mm -hmm. just make people happy. And if they're, and if it's someone who is enlightened and you think that they could appreciate the experience of arranging them, it's life-changing. Yeah, it, really it is. is. It is. How can people find out what's the website? What information do we need to leave with my listeners so they can reach out and touch a mother? Please, please come on. If you're a mother lover out there, come on and get onto our website, postalpetals.com. Head straight to um, to our flower shop and get a get a beanie, biggie, or midi box. Um, get a subscription for your mother. I'm sure she would absolutely love having a box of flowers showing up for the next few months. Um, get a gift box for if you think she needs the tools. If you think she doesn't have the apron or the garden tools, start her off with the gift box. Let her order the flowers whenever she needs. But check us out on postalpetals.com. We're also at Postal Petals across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, so please check us out there. But we 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 um, stand behind our product, and we 100% believe you give it a chance, you will you will fall in love with the creative expression that comes with flower arrangement. Did you get um, flowers for this weekend? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. It was a it was a hard week, Harry. It I think was. It was a hard week. It was a hard week that um, that I need to to come down from, right? Like it, and I mean, if we were just talking, it was a hard week for a lot of reasons. Um, because I think what people don't realize um, is that we exist in our blackness every single day mm -hmm. of our lives, right? So this is not new for us. Mm -hmm. This is not new for us. But what could be it particularly this may be this may be unique to, to me. I don't think it is because I feel like I see I saw other people expressing the same type of sentiment. It's that it's also this this um, it's the fight against the injustice, but then it's also the fight against complacency, right? right. And the, the fight against false victory, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's this idea of, hey guys, this is accountability, not justice. Mm -hmm. accountability says okay this officer killed him and he is now being held accountable justice would say now we in, we enact the we we enact in law the george floyd policing act right mm -hmm. justice says we dismantle this system of racism that allows for these types of, of acts to consistently go unpunished justice says that now we are able to be protected in a really active way we have quality we end qualified immunity so that police officers don't feel like they can kill us, our mm -hmm. people, our women, our kids without consequence, right? That is justice. Mm -hmm. We are not 
there yet. We are so far from that finish line. And so particularly in the work that I do, and this is why it's such, you know, God really has kept me. I have no complaints because as stressed out as this work can make me, as heavy as this load is, he somehow figured out a way to introduce flowers in a space that, you talk about a rose from the concrete, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> I would not have been able to see this as a refuge that it is. So to answer your question, I do have flowers this week because um, it, it's been a stressful week, not just because of the verdict and the weight that that carries, but also the incredible burden and fear that we will become complacent. Yes. I just, I, my concern for the week, the burden for the week really comes with the fear of complacency. Yeah. The fear of us um, accepting a bribe of a verdict mm -hmm. instead of the win of the justice right. and a win of the dismantling of this system as a whole. So more, I know that's more than you asked for, but yes, I have flowers this week because I've got a lot on my mind. <laughs> and, and, you know, honestly, I mean, it's like, it's like you've been given a ticket. You still mm -hmm. got to make the journey. Yes, 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 yes. You know, you've been given yes. a seed. You still have to nurture it and make it grow. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It's not over. Like, I'm not willing to be like, oh, justice, we won. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We got, we're closer. Because I don't believe all police are terrible. I don't believe that at all. Right. In the same way, I don't believe all Black people are criminals, right? right? You have people that, they, we're, we're, not a, we're not a monolith of Black people. And I don't believe there's a monolith of police officers. Also have to keep perspective. And the number one thing is to not be distracted. Exactly. We tend to be, as a people, distracted by very small victories mm -hmm. uh, because we've been taught to take the, you know, we've been taught, we've been offered and taught to accept the least among us. Mm -hmm. And the um, and, and I, I just, I'm not interested in that. I want to see something, something far, far more. So anyway. Well, it's wonderful <laughs> that flowers have helped you get some sort of balance because your work is real and it's serious. Yeah. And so are the flowers. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm realizing that without the flowers, there's nothing else because the flowers are keeping my mind clear. It's keeping it's just, and it's just beautiful. I love them. And I want to share it with everybody. Like Postal Petals is here to stay. We're getting ready to be an empire. Y'all better start. Y'all better buy now. See, I can say y'all was among our early, our early customers, our early subscribers. <laughs> and don't just buy a box, subscribe, keep the flowers coming. We send this yeah. new flowers. It's truly a new adventure in every single box. So I hope yeah. your listeners will get a box, but keep, but subscribe and get a new box delivered every week, every other week, every month. It's, yeah. it's nice to just have a box show up and you just like, oh, I got some time to myself. And I know these blooms are going to look beautiful for the next week and a half, two weeks. And there's something about giving flowers, yeah. but also giving flowers to yourself. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not trying to pretend for anybody. I send myself flowers all the time, but I send them with a, with a different kind of purpose. Because I because I know what they do for me and what they do for me it may, and that may not resonate with everybody right. as a relation to why they would want to have flowers. If you're not into the self care element of it at all, get the flowers anyway. You know why? Because they are beautiful, they're high quality, and they last. And they so, might change your mind. <laughs> yeah, they might change your mind if you give it a chance to open your mind to see. Let like, me put that Conley app on while you. I don't know if you if you're familiar. Oh with yeah. You put that calmly app on and they're going through a meditation and all you're doing is arranging like, girl, get out of here. That's not, 
<laughs> it is just, it is too soothing. It is too soothing. It's too soothing. Oh, I am amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed at you and glad to know you. And I want to thank you because we needed to hear from you, not just before Mother's Day, but we needed to hear from you because there's so much uh, Debbie Downness um, mm -hmm. as to how last year was. And look at you, look at you. That North Star definitely wow. was your I guiding appreciate. factor. Yeah, yeah. The ancestors were on point on this one. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm grateful. Last year was textured um, in so many ways. It was one of the most intense, um, intense years I've had in my entire life. And so I appreciate you recognizing light in that because that means that I um, I am living the light that's inside of me. So I really, I truly appreciate um, you saying that I'm really grateful. I'm because sometimes I don't, I don't, I, I concern myself. I'm like, am I, am I, you know, I just, you don't know if you're, if you're, if you're, um, you don't ever want to be a Debbie Downer, but you want to just tell your story truthfully and honestly. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that from my honest um, story that you, 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 you saw light. So I'm grateful that I want to always be a light to people. So thank you for, for that. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Well, we're going to check back in with you in the early fall to, because I know if you've got all this going on now, uh, fall should be totally lit. Yes, sis, please. Let's, can we, can we, if we can plan maybe like October yes. to come back, we have some really, I am blown away by the stuff that we have for um, going into the holiday season. I am like, I, I am like, Lord, why are you playing with me? Like, it's, it's <laughs> Let's, let's come back in October because you're gonna you're gonna see what you're gonna see what the big guy I've been working on. I am the blessings overfloweth. I'm very October excited. it is October. Yeah. Let's come back in October. By then I should be ready to say, oh, this is what's going. Look, check this out. This is what's happening for holiday. Check it. You know, keep keep an eye. We got a lot of really good stuff happening. So yes, please, please. Oh, I'm excited. Thank you, and have a wonderful weekend arranging your flowers. Thank you, Terry. You too. Be well. Well, I personally thought that was an amazing conversation. I am very much looking forward to following up in October to see what new is going to be going on with Postal Petals. Zora Neale Hurston wrote, It's no use of talking unless people understand what you say. This close to Mother's Day, why not let flowers do the talking? Flowers can be the words you need to hear, the song you need to sing, and the medicine you need to heal. There is absolutely, positively, nothing wrong with sending yourself flowers because if you don't love yourself first, you cannot love anyone else. I want to say thank you for continuing to follow me. My website, cottageinthecourt.com, Instagram and Twitter, Cottage in Court, Facebook, Cottage in the Court. And sometimes when I need to vent, I do write on Medium. Enjoy the week and find a reason 
even if it's just waking up in the morning, to gift yourself with the gift of flowers. Enjoy. Enjoy.